0: <laughs> all
1: right guys episode 22 of don't spoil the ending podcast just noob. this is a podcast about tv films games and just entertainment in general um what we do we, we we talk about like what we've done in the week kind of tv shows games what films we might have watched and uh then we'll talk about a big big film at the end and um, this is episode 22 uh, my name's nick hi i'm john and i'm sam fantastic i'm doing it again I'm saying fantastic
2: because <laughs> joe did it <laughs> um, this podcast is fantastic i, I do agree with you <laughs> <laughs> very good
1: um Right, has anyone got anything they've done in the week? In fact, there's one thing we want to talk about first, isn't there? Yeah,
0: I could jump straight into it. Um,
1: the last, last week we did, well, not last week, but the last time we did an, an episode, we were, we said on the podcast we were going to gallery night, we called it. Gallery night, yeah. And uh, that was straight after the last podcast, and uh, we wanted to just talk about that, didn't we? Um,
0: yeah, I just mentioned that before we got onto that. We had no podcast last week because of the bank holiday in the UK, so we thought we'd have a weekend off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> No, no pod last week, but...
1: Uh, uh, well, there was Twin Peaks and Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones Game of finale. Game of Thrones finale. we were making space for that. That's, what I mean.
0: that's a particularly good one. If you want to go and check that out, even if you don't watch the show, just go and listen to it anyway. That's the,
1: that's the, the only episode Joe's been on in a while. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, Joe made a return on that. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, check that one out. Uh, yeah, so two weeks ago, the last show we did, we did like a homemade gallery night around at Ben's house. We mentioned it on the night, didn't we? But we had like a yeah. uh, chilli, we had pizza... Popcorn. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Nachos, <laughs> beers.
1: There's like, like um, sweets and stuff that you put with your, you put with your popcorn, didn't yeah. you? in
0: and yeah. yeah. some minerals. Yeah, yeah, popcorn toppers. Yep. Yeah, we all contributed to it. Uh, and we watched a film round at Ben's on a projector. Uh,
2: Cooper's projector. Didn't,
0: didn't, didn't <laughs> Actually,
1: it? Which lasted the night. No, yeah. <laughs> well,
2: luckily. <laughs> yeah. Got to the end of the film and then the bulb went. Uh,
1: yeah. I was really on his last lucky legs. that.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, we watched a great night. I, I really enjoyed it. I had, had a good laugh, had some good food and stuff. Yeah, it's time. Um, and we watched a uh, blow. Yep. The Johnny Depp classic blow. Yeah, we did. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think of that?
1: I really enjoyed it. Um, I'll talk about it in a bit, but um, um, when I talk about Narcos, but like the the, the there's um, Escobar in the film. It just because of Narcos, he didn't feel <laughs> like Escobar. Yeah.
0: And I noticed it was the actor from the, Fear *The Walking Dead* as well, the dad of the family. Yeah. And like, you can't be scared of the dad from Fear the, no. Fear *The Walking Dead*, can you? Was like, oh. No,
1: but but like Johnny Depp was amazing in it. His you Bob, think so? Yeah. Even though he was, uh, what's his name, Jimmy Savile? Yeah, it looked a bit.
0: Jimmy Savile-esque towards the end. Yeah. Tracksuits
1: made a. Tracksuit
0: yeah. Big like uh, shades and stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Probably give it a very light four out of five, I think. We discussed War Dogs a few weeks ago. And to me, it's very much in the War Dogs ballpark. Hmm. Feels like they're doing like, a, uh, was it Ted Demi? I think, who directed it? Uh, and it feels like it's a, very much an attempt at like a Goodfellas kind of, clo- not clone isn't the right word, but going for the same feel as Goodfellas. Okay. But just something about it, it was a true story, but just something about the story just didn't get there for me in terms of like Goodfellas is amazing kind of thing. Yeah. This one just didn't get up to that level for me. It just wasn't enough there to hold hold the story for that duration, kind of thing. But I, I enjoyed it very. Like four stars for me.
2: Yeah, I can't. To be honest, I can't really remember much about it. I think I just watched it as a sort of just entertainment. I wasn't really, just, I wasn't really taking it in and just right just. It's alright it film. I think the point I I would disagree on the Johnny Depp bit, where I just I didn't think his performance was. Too good in maybe maybe more in places than uh than throughout the film. I thought there's some some parts of it where I was thinking it's just not not very good acting. I didn't think right, to be okay. honest. um I, I can't really even remember many part any parts where. As an example, but it's just sort of some of the conversations sort of just seems very plain, just straightforward. Yeah. It didn't seem acted. I don't know. Maybe you don't want it to be acted, but
0: I think he started off really really strongly earlier on. Yeah, but as the characters got older. He had trouble conveying like the middle aged kind of Yeah. J- Jimmy Saddle. <laughs> he had trouble conveying that part of thing. But I-, I thought it was good overall, but like I say for me it was just very much they're trying to do a good fellows and they just never got to that to that level for me.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. oh, it's good storyline and sort of it's I feel like it's well adapted and stuff like that, and it. Yeah. Has a crossover with narcos and that kind of the Pablo Escobar kind of feel to it and sort of it's it's another you feel like there's a lot going on with Narcos and sort of like those types of films that it seems like, well, like I'm saying American made has come out recently oh, yeah. and that's a similar film to blow where that's doing uh cocaine um, smuggling,
0: smuggling yeah. Uh which like, like does homemade include cocaine smuggling almost kind of thing. Yeah. But that does
2: include Pablo Escobar in that. Oh, it does. In right. American made. So I feel like I've watched blow and then American made, which it almost feels sort of like a, not a re a rewrite or a, a modern adaptation, but it's uh, it's another spin on sort of like the narcos,
0: at yeah. The moment. It feels like the same story, just from different sides almost, yeah. Like, uh, you now different, seen the different pilot point playing, like, yeah. yeah, 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 that's good. Oh, just on, on, on the blow thing, uh, any highlights of the film at all for you guys?
1: I honestly like. It's been two weeks, so I can't, <laughs> I can't, can't remember. It's like I, I remember enjoying the film, but I don't know if it was just because I was there. With like everyone who was there, I enjoyed yeah. the night more than anything.
0: You know. Yeah, Penelope Cruz was a bit of a highlight. She was quite uh, oh quite God, good in yeah, the film, <laughs> uh, and it made me laugh on the night as well. When I think it was Heggy brought up the point that a one-bit Johnny Depp's main character has been betrayed by another character. And he was like, "Why does it get Pablo to kill him?" Go and get Pablo to kill him. But it's like, "Oh, Pablo, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Pablo." <laughs> that, that was quite good. That's my Pablo. <laughs>
2: yeah, oh. yeah I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> if we do if we do another gallery night, I'm going to point out the speakers were the wrong way around. So your left and right was uh, reversed for Oh, really? Right. The speakers were facing the screen. Yeah, I, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Just but, me being picky.
0: Yeah. Uh, to be fair to me, though, I was actually in front of the speakers, so I, I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was on side on, so yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. But uh, what would you rate it
2: out of five? I wouldn't watch it again uh, ever. I, probably no, probably not. Really? Um, I'm not even sure if I was watching it on my own that I would have continued all the way through the film. Um, three middle okay, middle road. better than so. I thought. Do we?
1: I mean, I'm probably just going to pretty much copycat you at this point. I'm going with 4 four. Four? Awesome. Four. Wow. Yeah, so Gallery it? Night was a big success all around, wasn't what, it? What would you rate oh, the actual night. night?
0: Actual night, five. Five enjoyed stars, it. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely we got five. to watch a bit of The Office afterwards as well. That's always good for yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. That's good.
1: Fantastic. Um, Well... Uh, has anyone done anything since then that they want to talk about anything they've watched anything yeah. played anything like i've that?
0: got a game if you don't mind Let's jump into a game quickly uh madden 18 came out last week i think it was uh and I've really got into it again. I'm loving it again. Uh, every year when a new Madden game comes out, there's always like a honeymoon period with it where for the first <laughs> few weeks, you're just like, oh, why did I stop playing this? It's the best sports game ever. But then after those couple of weeks, you realise all oh, the, the same old problems creep in, like defensive AI comes in you so something like, oh, this is why I stopped playing. <laughs> uh, so I'm still in the honeymoon period at the moment. I'm still loving it. But I'm pretty sure in a week or two, the old problems will creep in and I'll be like, oh, I forgot about this. I forgot about that. But uh, other than that, I, I'm, I'm loving it. It's a great sports simulation. Ultimate Team's amazing on it, so yeah, loving it so far.
2: Cool. Um, I've got a game, or two, just a couple of games, quick mention for Egg Inc., which is the mobile game that I've been playing for a long time.
1: I was actually going to ring this up today because <laughs> I was thinking Joe's not on it, so he can't dictate what can not be talked about. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've actually been playing it myself. You got into it a bit more again. But I think you've gotten a bit further than me, haven't you? I've
2: got a bit further in that I have now completed the game. <laughs> it's taken me around, I think, eight months of solid yeah. pretty much playing it every every day oh, of God. gameplay. So, um
1: so I'm on this mission where you have to lay twenty five trillion eggs. Right, okay. And i am I'm, I'm now I'm only just now I've gotten to it like where I can actually do it. I'm at the Graviton eggs and I just I had to keep prestiging until I felt I was ready. And now I feel like I'm ready to just just drag it out. I know
2: your exact feeling. There's sort of like a later on, I think after you've done all the achievements, you get trophies where you have to get a billion chickens on each farm. (laughs) (laughs) So basically when you prestige, you get bonus soul legs. Right. so which increases your percentage so you can you earn more money and stuff like that so when you go back it's so hard to earn money to upgrade your farm enough to make it worth going back and doing those eggs to get a billion chickens uh, so you have to proceed and proceed and sort of like you get to a point where you go right i'm going to do that it's great. <laughs> I, I absolutely love that game and i can't recommend it enough but i mean i, I, got, I got nick on i got a HG on it uh, yeah uh, who we mentioned
0: well I should give it a look. While we're on the phone games, you might have had quickly mention one while Joe's not here. <laughs> <laughs> get them in. Yeah, I've been playing a Score Hero quite a bit on the mm-hmm. phone this week. I believe there's a Score Hero 2 out. I haven't even touched that one yet. I'm still on the first one. But yeah, I love it. A really basic, uh what what do you call those kind of games where kind you, of
2: you flick the ball, don't you? And it yeah. sort of like uh, follows the path of your finger and
0: it's basically like flight control, whatever that was called, where you got a land the planes. Yeah. instead of that you've just got a football, yeah. you are just kicking into a net kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love it. Uh I'm in season two at the moment. I've been I'm way behind in terms of the other guys at work. <laughs> I'm still like way, way, way behind. But yeah, I love it. It's a, a but, lot of fun for a free game, you know.
1: But you've been taking the time to three-star everything, haven't you? That's
0: right. Three-starred everything so far. Ben's on, like, season 22, but he's missed a lot of a lot of stars. <laughs> so
2: Yeah, but yeah, I'm loving it. Yep. Fantastic. The other game that I was going to talk about is football-related. Football Manager. I've got back into an older version of it, the latest version I own, which is Football Manager 15. I think I've had Football Manager 11, 13, and 15, so I'd always just skip a year. Yeah. Because I always felt the upgrades weren't significant enough for me to sort of warrant with Footman manager you obviously get the uh, your money's worth out of it because you get in 300 400 hours i think the average gameplay is 180 hours mm. that they get out of it which is a lot bigger than a lot of games to be honest but this year i didn't buy the fm17 so next year the release date i think has been announced for off the top of my head it's around november 10th right can't wait to be getting on that and just sort of had a bit of a dos about go on the uh, Old football manager. Yeah, and just get back into it back
0: again. It. Yeah. I mean, I um, I've got to admit, I, I do like football manager, but I never got into football manager as much as I did as Champ Manager. Like Champ Manager three for me, I was just absolutely hammered that game. Yeah. Even to the point of like it was like two thousand and one, I think, when it came out or something, or two thousand or ninety nine, even maybe. But right. I was still playing that version of of that until like two thousand and four, two thousand and five, with yes. the ninety nine team still <laughs> still, <laughs> still playing it. You know, it was that good kind of thing. No. I just kept on replaying starting again, replaying it constantly. But yeah, I'm definitely going to get a footy Manager this year as
1: well.
2: Yeah, I can't wait for it. If anyone's interested in a Football Manager podcast, Deep Line Podcast is a really good one to listen to. I've been on that for a few weeks now, and sort of like loads of tips and tricks and stuff in there. And they always have guest guest people on from the community, which are just really interesting to listen. To. Yeah,
1: are you uh, fishing for a <laughs> spot on there? I, I don't think I'm
2: uh, knowledgeable enough <laughs> at the moment, but maybe, maybe in a. Maybe in a year
1: time. Plug in that podcast so you can hopefully get a spot. (laughs) Hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You can contact me. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Has anyone else got any more games you want to talk about? I've I've got one more before we go into anything else. But um, I wanted to talk about Life is Strange because that came out. uh, Well, it's the Life is Strange Before the Storm. That came out yesterday, I think it was. Yeah. Came out yesterday. I bought it um, for like 20 pounds. Like it's like deluxe edition, and I we have one episode so far. I was so upset because <laughs> like I was I was expecting I'd have I would have hours and hours. Of <laughs> I mean I did. I was playing it for like a good five hours, complete that. But I was so upset when like I couldn't go into the second episode. I probably have to wait eight to ten weeks for the next episode, and then another eight to ten weeks for the third, and then I don't know what for the bonus level. But um yeah, I'm really enjoying the game. it's Like I don't know if, I don't suspect you've ever played it.
2: I've not. But when you put it in the WhatsApp group and you and Joe were talking about you it. It got me quite intrigued about it so I had a I had a quick look but not not, not too serious so. is, is
1: that kind of game something that you're interested in or?
2: just I think it's just the way you talk about it it sounds like sounds like you get really involved in sort of gameplay but I'm not you i do not even looked at it too in depth to know really
1: I think I'm all right to spoil the first game. Um, now, because it's been out for quite a while. Yeah. Um, that one, like, I, I, I want to be spun. I'll just go into a bit of details about the game. Um, the first one, like, you're a girl called Max, and you find out you have this power where you can basically turn back time and change shit that's happened, and she goes back a long way at some And so I think she even goes forward at one point. I'm not actually sure. Yeah, then. maybe, yeah. Just kind of following her, and, like, you're just doing menial tasks for a lot of it, just kind of becoming friends with people, but it's just so engaging it's unbelievable and I've been basically dying to play another game by them so when I I only found out yesterday that it was oh sorry Thursday that it was uh, being released so when it came out yesterday I was like I'm having it now (laughs) I'm buying it right now and I bought it instantly when I got home and played it but um, I, I will like be wait playing the other episodes when it comes out um, but this isn't this isn't like there's no powers in it so far i feel like they might have hinted at one coming in the next episode so i'll have to wait and see but i'm really enjoying it i, I won't spoil it for anyone because i know you want to play it i'll play it eventually and yeah. any and other listeners but i don't want to spoil anything for them yep. but it's really good and it's like true to the life is strange fashion it's quite emotional I was curled up in a ball crying by the end of the episode, (laughs) to be honest, Um, like a little girl. Um,
2: No, um, I am really enjoying it. Can I ask a question about these episodic games? Because I've... I've been off. Oh, I have Steam and sort of like, but I don't. I've not bought a game in quite a while. But there are more of these episodic games coming out, like The yeah. Walking Dead and everything like that. Is well, what? What is the deal with sort I, of like how these work?
1: I feel like Telltale have kind of yeah. brought these into the limelight, and um, with like, I think they started. I think it was The Walking Dead one, which pretty much got the most attention. I think mm. it was wasn't it? Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, and then they have got Batman and all this, but. Um, mm. You're kind of like a point and click kind of game almost, but in a roundabout way. Basically, like you, you control the character, but then you'll go up to something and you can look at it or you can pick it up. Do you know like the old Broken Sword kind of games? Okay. Yeah. It's kind of that, but like you are actually controlling it. And yeah, I just really enjoy it. Yeah.
2: But you, you pay up front and then all releases after that, you, oh, you can do, or you can just buy them absolutely to work out
0: there to do it that yeah. way than just yeah. to buy in one big lump.
2: Because i am not doing it with any game yet. I just, just yeah. I've got to make, I've got quite a lot of them. A lot of them have been
0: free and the stuff on PlayStation Plus and, yeah. uh, and Xbox uh, One, stuff like that. Yeah. Games with Gold, that was it. Yes. Uh, like Borderlands, they did like a Borderlands one. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Wolf Among Us, that was another one. Oh, All that's Telltale. That's... Yeah. And like I do like them, but they're only as good as the writing because they're all essentially the same game, yeah, just doing yeah. the same thing, and they're only as good as the actual story behind it, kind of thing. So
1: that's it. Though, like you get, you can kind of control the story yourself, though, can't you? Because um, like each game, like whatever you do affects the ending. So like there's multiple endings you can have, hmm. but um, everything you do along the way affects every other bit coming off it kind of thing yeah i'm i'm not sure just thinking though because you're talking of episodic games i know there's a resident evil and i'm sure that won't be the same style will it i think it is revelations
0: is it, yeah it, revelations 2 so yeah that, like
1: is it pointing
0: well you know that kind of yeah similar kind of oh is it you'll have like action moments like you do in, the, in these games as well but for the most part you're just wandering ah, around okay. exploring like yeah uh,
1: so it's the same kind of thing i know that's i think things, the it. first episode's free on playstation all the time yeah. for that.
0: yeah that's Resident Evil Revelations 2, that's cool. Fair enough. That's a good one.
1: Fantastic. Um, Okay, um, has anyone got any more games, or do you want to just move on to some TV shows? I'm fine with TV of yeah, other TV. films that we've yep. watched yep okay um, do you want to go first John
0: well we've watched the same thing I think uh, oh, we have a lot of Alan Partridge
1: um, do you want to go into the ATL Y we've been yeah, watching yeah yeah
0: we're warming up for an Alan Partridge quiz in Manchester in a couple of weeks yeah uh, I believe it's me you your brother Luke and Cooper from work yep um, We're all going along.
1: It's in Manchester and it's hosted by actual Geordie Mike, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Like, who's <laughs> quite a popular character from the show. Yeah. Um, so I'm like ecstatic to be meeting the guy. I, well, I hope I get to actually meet the guy. Um, I'm sure
0: once we've won, the is on stage. Yeah, right definitely, right? <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I'm dead excited for that. But um, talking of Alan Partridge, like I've watched two episodes of I'm Alan Partridge so yeah. far. I know you've
0: watched... I've burnt through knowing me, knowing you. That was amazing. And I'm like three episodes in now to I'm Alan Partridge. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure most people have seen it. They know what to expect kind of thing. Uh, The reason that we brought it up as well this week was the Richard Madeley uh, (laughs) video that's going viral. Uh, (laughs) He's been hosting Good Morning Britain. Is that that right this week? Because Piers is off on a summer holiday. (laughs) So he's been hosting that and doing his best Alan Partridge impersonation all week. When he's been doing
2: it. <laughs> it, it's too good an impression. Yeah, that it's like that it's put on. It's oh, it's it's uncanny. Like yeah. the way he does it. I think it's almost like a self fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> it started
0: out that Coogan's an impersonation of Maidley. And now over the years, it's like he's now doing an impersonation of the impersonation of himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Richard Maidley playing Richard Madeley. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> Like the bit when he's talking about beaches, we we, we talked about it in work, the, the best bit. He's talking about beaches. He's like, oh, nice beach, nice sand, nice beach, beach. Uh, 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 quick sand. <laughs> 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 it's just so weird. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. But yeah, it's all that kind of stuff in Partridge. You know, uh, just really awkward. Uh, like a bit of an awkward know-it-all into, you know what I mean? It just gets yeah. stuff sort of into trouble, Yeah, that kind of thing. So the way
2: you sort of go in a... When he was talking about having a, a GNT with his mate. Oh, was it on a plane? Having a GNT on a plane? Yeah. I can't have a GT because of these idiots. <laughs> <laughs> and just,
0: oh. and he, he relayed a story about Gabby Rosslin. He met Gabby Rosslyn in a restaurant and she was looking super thin. <laughs> I was like, amazing. oh, hi, Gabby. When are you expecting that? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> it's the way his face changed. Like, yeah. It's just, so, it's just it's so quick, the way his face changed. It's just, it is yeah. very, it's just very partridge-esque. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. one one particular highlight. I mean, when you're trying to explain why Partridge is funny on the show, it's hard to do because yeah. it's just all like mm-hmm. like you mentioned, it's all about the facial uh, moves and the ticks and stuff like that. But there's one bit where Lynn mentioned something about uh, oh, who was it now? Mentioned uh, Benjamin Benjamin Netanyahu the israel prime minister yeah. <laughs> and it's like what is it with you and we're mentioning benjamin Ritton. yeah we give it a rest <laughs> Just, just weird stuff like that you know what i mean it's just uh but, but yeah I, i'm loving it yeah but.
1: like I, and i think it's the first episode I've, I've mentioned it to you in work a few times it's just i've proper made me laugh when he's uh he's trying to pitch ideas for like a new show because obviously this is off this show's off the back of um knowing me knowing you and he's yeah. basically trying to this this show's him trying to get like a new show yeah. and they just sat down with this like BBC man boss guy and it's like so what I've got I've got I've got um knowing Emmy knowing you <laughs> yeah. that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah and you went into detail about it but yeah uh, but there's just another one as well and it's like it's like oh what about what about? Um, fat um, sumos in the city. And it's just, it's just fat. We just find some fat people in the street and we just put them in a ring yeah. and make them fight.
0: And the BBC's guys going like, "No, I don't think so." And it's like, "Oh, it's too expensive. We could put them in a car park." <laughs> 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 yeah, that was good. There was one more as well. Oh, we, uh, by the end of it, it's getting so desperate. It's just coming up with names. And it's like, uh, "Partridge among the pigeons." And it's like, oh what's that about?" I don't know. I just made them sound like a good name of <laughs> yeah i'm loving it i'm gonna have that finish by next week definitely yeah i'll
1: be watching more of that uh, yeah. throughout the week now yep. fantastic uh, any more tv shows from you inman
2: uh no tv shows but a couple of films image, yeah. uh like i said america made which I went to the cinema for which is a rare outing for me yeah uh gotta give a shout out to jenny who was doing the market cast? Who gave me the forms? Fill in. Oh yeah, forgot forgot about that. So hi Jenny, <laughs> if you're listening, hopefully you are.
1: <laughs> did, did you give the link? How did you tell her to I, follow? I
2: told them? her that we're on iTunes. Just give us a Google and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, check so, it out. Like, see yeah. what you think. <laughs> yeah. uh, the other films I've watched this week are Entourage the movie.
0: Oh wow! Also, can I ask what you thought of American Made? American Made. Are you come back to that or
2: no? We can get into that if you want. Yeah, uh, I want
0: to hear about that definitely. <laughs> Doug Lehman, he's a good director.
2: I, yeah. I don't, I'm not, not say, familiar with his work You're going to say, you hated it here, aren't you? <laughs> I, I, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan, right. but the adverts made me want to go and watch the film. I thought the adverts were quite good for it and made yeah. it look quite a good film. Uh, is it Donald Gleason? Donald Gleason, yeah. I'm a really big fan of his. I didn't know he was in it. <laughs> he's in it. He's, I suppose, one of the main characters in it, actually. Because um, right, okay. he's part of the CIA... Uh, so he's making uh, Barry, who's Tom Cruise, go undercover and stuff like that. And oh, he up. offers him the job. He's he's really good at it. I'm, I'm a big fan of his. Um, the film overall, like I said, good story. Um, it just felt very, very one-dimensional. There's a sort of, this is the story. There's no sort of other story arcs in no it. Twist and turn no twists and turns kind of thing. I was just thought very straightforward, and this is what you get in. Just Tom Cruise in a plane, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I wouldn't watch it again. Bit disappointed that I went to the cinema for it. Oh, right, okay. Um, I do want to check it out, but three. Two and a half, or three, or three. I'm going to, have maybe, to push where you're going in. The... No, I'll push. I'll push up to a three. Okay, no, just not, just that's just not bad for you. A three, a three is no. a, a recommend. Nothing. It's what a game plan. Um. Yes, entourage movie.
1: Have, 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 I'm assuming you've seen. The I've series. seen
2: all the entourage. Yeah.
1: Like I, I, I love the, I love the entire series and the film. Yeah. So like,
2: I, I, love the series, and then what's the, what's the Simon Mayo and Kermode. Yeah, I'm gonna end one. But... <laughs> I love the series, but I heard Mark Kermod's uh, review of the film when it came out. Yeah, and he tore a new one. It was he like, he, the way he described the film, I was like, I think it actually put me off for quite a while. It was better than what his review made uh, it out to be Yeah,
0: me, I, I mean, I actually think I remember the, remember hearing the review. Yeah, I think it was more like he took issue just with the actual, the idea of the film itself, like, you know, the kind of self-congratulatory backslapping slapping that's going on in the yeah. film and you know, all that kind of stuff. That it,
2: it is very much like that. Yeah. And there was, I think he had an issue, issue with, like, the scantily clad women sort of, like... Which was a bit unnecessary, yeah. which he thought which he does get a bit righteous at times and it's like just yeah. review the film Mark. like <laughs> But I still feel like the film is in keeping with the T V show. Yeah. So I don't feel like I feel like if you're gonna watch a movie because you've seen the TV show, yeah. most likely. And if not, I still think it would be a good film to watch. Some parts maybe might not make sense with the reappearances of characters where it is not explained whatsoever why they're there but if you watch the TV show then you know um, it's better than I thought it was going to be so I'd I'd I'd, I'd actually probably watch it again as well it will not just be a single view and so I'm, I'd say three and a half okay
0: it I watched it when it came out and I, I never watched the TV show and I thought it was fine it didn't, affect, didn't offend me or anything no. it was, Perfectly middle of the road for me. So
1: Just talking about Entourage, though. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've watched it, so I can't remember names, but his manager is absolutely something Goldman or something. Isn't Harry it? Gold. Harry Gold, yeah. how is it? Uh, like, that character is just an amazing <laughs> <laughs> <Love it>. character. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I actually need to go back and watch Entourage because I miss it so much. Such a good series, it was. That's
0: uh, Jeremy Piven, that incident. I'm guessing that I just clicks with me now. That's what Inman is getting at with the... It doesn't make sense where characters are because didn't he become like a studio head at the end of the TV show? or something?
2: I couldn't quite remember what happened at the end of the TV show. So there are, there is that. Yeah, yeah. He kept, now he's he back to being head. like an
0: agent or something like. Or I
2: f- I think it other,
0: have I got that wrong? Is it the other way
2: around? Uh, he, he does stay as the studio head. Yeah, yeah. So I got that. The um, but it, there are issues with him being studio head, and then spoilers: he resigns. It's Billy
0: Bob Thornton, isn't
2: it, who's Billy Bob uh, yeah, Thornton and his is, son, yeah, who, who is uh, funds it all. The kid from The Sit-Sense, oh, Haley Joel Osment, right. he's his son. <laughs> yeah. He's actually quite good, isn't Because you really dislike him and stuff yeah. like that. And then he, he, he just comes across as a spoiled brat when Billy Bob Thornton just like sends him yeah. out of the room when they're in a meeting. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. does like,
0: proper like, tear a strip off him. And Billy Bob's yeah. like, yep, you're right, but I'm going to have to fire you. Because
2: he
1: can't <laughs> to talk to us <laughs> son that <laughs> <right>.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. that was a better film,
1: I thought. Was it? I I, I probably need to go and watch it because I, I tried v- filling the void uh, and entourage left mm. by watching. Do you know um, like Matt Wahlberg? He produced a, like he produced that obviously, and then he produced uh, balls as well. And I was trying to watch <laughs> yeah. that because it it, I, I feel like they were trying to like do the same <laughs> kind of thing but with Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> and and it didn't quite fill the void for me. So, short short of them bringing more entourage, I'm just gonna have to go back and watch it. Aren't I? I, might, I might
2: go back and watch it because. It is a good TV show. Uh, the second film was, or well, the third film, third, wherever i want to, <laughs> is The Hangover 2.
0: Oh, I watched half of this the other week.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> what did you make of the half that you watched? Was, I'm guessing it was the first half.
0: It was the first half. It was right after watching The Hangover <laughs> 1, and it doesn't compare very well to the first one, I don't think. so.
2: I've not seen the first one in a long time, mm. and I really didn't like the first one. This just feels like a remake of the first one, but in a different location. <laughs> so you don't like it? I I actually liked the second one oh, more really? than I liked the first one. Really?
1: Because I've not watched the second one purely because I've watched the first one and hated it. I actually hated the first one. Yeah. I can't bring this off Well, me.
2: this is probably why I've not really watched the second one or third mm. one. Is there a fourth? There's like five. <laughs> <laughs> <clears> or <throat> Um. I, yeah, I really don't like the first one, so that's, that's why I've avoided this one for such a long time, I think. Uh, but... It was on Amazon Prime, and I thought just stick that on, and actually turned out to be really good.
1: Okay, cool. Um, any, anything else or? Uh,
2: no, I'm done. I think
1: I'll go into some TV shows I've watched though. Anyway, I uh, of the last week, uh, basically yesterday, Narcos came out, season three, and, yeah. and like, I'm a big fan of the series. I love season one and two, which followed Pablo Escobar. Season three, Ooh, Pablo, <laughs> Ooh, Pablo, <laughs> and um, season three follows uh. It's still the same detective, which is uh, Prince Obron from Game of Thrones. Um, and he and, and it's following the cartel that's took over from Escobar after his, I was going to say untimely death, but I, I don't think that quite... Um,
0: Did he die he, at the end of season two? Uh,
1: it's spoilers, but yeah.
0: <laughs> so I, I don't know whether he'd just been jailed or something like, you know, but so he, I mean, he actually you, you died. You know what happened to him. Yeah, right? I think everyone knows that.
1: Yeah, He's literally, the, the, he's been jailed once yep. uh, in the series. And then he kind of got out, and then he's uh, you know, he actually got killed, yeah. Um, and now it follows the cartel which took home from him, um, which it's like Cali Cartel, I think they're called, and the mad. But yeah, I, I watched the first episode yesterday and I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to watch the rest of it. Mm. Um, I'll probably be able to, I'll probably watch that by the end of the weekend, so be able to talk about that more next week. Um, have you, you've not watched any of it yet, have you? Probably not at all, yeah. All.
0: I do. I, I'm definitely going to at some point. I'm just finding it really hard to get through TV shows
1: like recently. It's definitely in my book. Definitely one of uh, Netflix's best original series. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm can't wait to watch that. Um, another show I watched. It's uh, Amazon Prime original, um, which came out I think last week. I think, uh, and it's the Tick. Um, I watched a long time ago. I think it must have been a year or more ago now. But they really Do you know they do? They do that thing, don't they? Where they uh, they release a pilot and basically people can vote, um, and what, no, what they, they want, want to see to get made. Um, I'm guessing that's what happened with this. It got voted to get made. Yeah. And the thing they released like the first half of the season. I didn't realize they didn't release it all. But like they released in one day, they released half a season. I'm guessing they're going to release the other half another time or something. Right. But I watched the first half, loved it. Um, like you know, what it's about I assume it's based off that like, old cartoon.
0: The, the tick is this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, they actually did a TV show about 10 years ago, I think it was. Oh, it
1: was uh, with that guy with the deep Patrick voice. Patrick Warburton. Patrick yeah. Warburton, yeah.
0: Uh, and that, I never actually saw the TV show at the time. But people raved about that. Oh, did they? And I think that got cancelled quite early. Or they did a pilot, at least, or oh, something right. like that. And now people have done this show. And people who liked the old one are not too happy with the new one. Oh, you know, and really? Stuff like that, like, so, yeah. The...
1: I, I mean, I loved it. I never watched the old one. I, I do believe there was a cartoon. and It yeah. might have been based off. I don't know if it was based off comic do not or if it was just a cartoon but yeah i'm not sure myself yeah. it, it's funny um and it's a bit of a superhero thing so yeah i'm enjoying it so far so uh, I'll, I'll probably be able to get back when i've watched the rest of the season i'm not even sure when that's coming out. it perhaps, drops but, yeah yeah i love that uh, and the final one i wanted to talk about was um it's a hbo documentary the defiant ones of i think there's four episodes out i've watched two of them so far they're, they're all like an hour an hour, five minutes, kind of thing, and it's following um I can't remember his name Jimmy Devant. Buffett oh. Jimmy Jimmy Devant or something that I think his name is, and he's like he's a massive producer who's produced like um Bono he's produced um, Bruce Springsteen Dr Dre and um, um well I don't know if he's produced Dr Dre but he's he, he helped in the in the sale of Beats to Apple right he was like a big player in that um and lots of other massive music stars and it's it seems to be a documentary about him but it's also going into details about the singers and their their like experiences in like you know like obviously dr dre was with nwa and yeah. there was like a big fallout between like um ice cube and stuff yeah and all these are on it dr Dre's on it. ice cubes on it bruce springsteen's on it um bono's on it um and jimmy devant he's on it himself um it's really interesting i'm really enjoying it that this was a recommend by Heggy, you mentioned yeah. him earlier um and i just never got around to watch it until today actually and i'm really loving it so yeah yeah i remember Heggy
0: mentioning that one yeah in a in work sounds good Oop.
1: fantastic um i don't know i've
0: i've got one film if so that's okay you know i'll jump into yeah. i'll just burn through this i've not got much to say about it but I watched again this week for the first time in like probably about 20 years, maybe. Uh, The Usual Suspects. you ever seen this? I've not, you know. Uh, I mean, my memory of it was it came out around about the same time as Seven. And I remember my sister saying, you've got to watch this film. It's got a big twist, just like Seven at the end. Kevin Spacey in it again, stuff like that. So I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I've got to watch it. Loved it back then. The twist blew my mind kind of thing. Uh, And I've had it on Blu-ray for ages and never watched it. So I thought, you know, finally pop it in, give it a watch, Uh, it's directed by Brian Singer as well, who did like America. all the great X-Men films yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. One of his first films. It was only like about late twenties when he made this film. And it really boggles my my mind that like somebody in the late twenties can make a film that looks this good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh I-, I could barely put my pants on until I was about thirty, kinda. Of, you know what I <laughs> mean? Like get dressed in the morning like and like people in the twenties are making films that like have this kind of like artistic level to yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks amazing. Uh, great cast. Kevin Spacey is great. Yeah, the only, thing th- yeah, it, it, like this is one of the one of the big films that made it made him kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. This and Seven like a double double whammy. Uh, I mean, the only thing is, it's one of those kind of films that it relies completely on the twist. So when you know that, it, it really loses the impact kind of thing on a second watch. Uh, what's that film I'm thinking of? Not The Hangover Two. Uh, Shutter Island. I'm Thinking of have you ever seen that?
1: From Sh- the Rhonda Rousey any good, in it? All. I don't think she was in this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
0: Shutter Island, it's got a big twist at the end of it. People love Shutter Island, and I do like it, but for me, it, it doesn't work on a rewatch because like, once you know the twist, it makes everything else seem ludicrous yeah, yeah. before it. And this feels a bit that way. It feels like there's a lot of twisty-turny stuff in there just to try and throw you off from what's a very simple story. You know okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. dressing up a simple story to make it look more complicated than it actually is. Uh, but I still really enjoyed it. Like, like I said, it's great filmmaking. It looks amazing. Great cast. It's just the, it, it totally loses the punch from that first time watch. So I'll, uh, I'll give it like a four, out, a very heavy four out of five. Uh, I might watch it again soon and see if I can bump, it up, bump up there or something. But yeah, really enjoyed Fantastic.
1: that. Um, I think we might have to take another little break.
0: Oh, sorry. Just one last thing on Usual Suspects as well. Uh, you'll be interested in this was watching it and the detective in it I was like where I've seen him before where was he where's he been from yeah and it was his voice I was like I know him from somewhere looked it up and it's Gustavo Fring from uh he ah, looks like a different person is that young kind of thing I was like, right. it's Gustavo Fring
1: yeah ah, amazing. it's
0: pretty good so sure you can move on now <laughs> fantastic
1: Hi right, guys, welcome back from the break. Um We're just going to get straight into the, the main film of the week and do a quick review of that. Um This week, it's being John Malkovich. Yep. I've got a synopsis here for anyone interested. Um It is, A puppeteer discovers a portal that leads literally into the head of movie star John Malkovich.
0: Short and sweet. <laughs> Short and sweet. <laughs> straight it, to the it, point.
1: It, it's pretty much the film, though, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, to be fair, this film... You could use two hundred words and it, you know, would still be as mad as what you just read out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, were uh, being John Malkovich. Can I just give you a, a few uh, facts, if that's okay? I mean, uh, budget thirteen million, made thirty two point four million worldwide. Oh, not easy. not a smash hit, but you know, it's like a it's a it's critically acclaimed, but it's obviously not for everyone's taste. That kind of film, is it? You know what I mean? Uh, directed by Spike Jones, who's gone on to do uh, Where the Wild Things Are, her. Which I've gotten blue and still never watched them. Down you, to watch you that. You need to watch that. Yeah, oh, absolutely amazing.
2: It. That was a uh, because this is one of my picks for the podcast, but her will yeah. be one of in the future.
0: So we forgot to mention that this was your pick, Inman. Uh, being yep. John Malkovich. She also did uh, adaptation from 2003. I think it was or 2002. Yep. With Nicholas Cage again. I've <clears> never seen that one either. But that's Charlie Kaufman as well, who uh, wrote that. So that's meant to be amazing but uh yeah and finally it was produced one of the producers was michael stipe from REM. Right. how he got involved i don't know but
1: well <laughs> I, I i was looking through uh spike what's his name again spike jones spike jones i was looking through like his uh filmography and like, he's done all, he's worked with a lot of bands he's like made music videos for, and i think oh of course i think yeah. he made one yeah. for REM as well so yeah. like that
2: did you do beastie boys I think um did, yeah yeah, yeah, I know he's done a couple. Yeah,
1: he did. He did one with uh, Tenacious D as well. I think that he's done one with R.E.M. So they've probably just become acquainted over that, to be honest.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. So there's the nope's out the way. Uh, I don't know how you how you want to do this. I mean, I've got a couple of big questions for you concerning the film that might generate a bit of discussion. Are you okay if I just jump straight into them? Sure. Yeah. 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 They're kind of related. The first question is: How do you guys feel about Maxine? I mean, in terms <coughs> of the character, what do you? How do you feel about the character? Do you think she's? immoral you know like complete
1: she she is very immoral yeah she's yeah. she she only wants what's gonna get her what she wants essentially yeah like she she'll, she wants one person as long as they're gonna get her to where she wants to be
2: i think that's definitely
0: it she just wants people for what they can give to
2: her yeah. as opposed she, to she, she looks to out anyone. for herself more than anyone else and sort of that comes across when she thinks it's lottie in being in in John Malkovich yeah definitely. and then when she finds out that a couple of times it's actually been Cusack uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and like, she's like oh that's fine
1: <laughs> well, at the beginning like she was disgusted by the idea of a puppeteer yes and then like when she finds out that him being a puppeteer of John Malkovich she's like Wow, this is amazing! Yeah. I can I can become amazingly rich for this. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I love that. I mean, the fact that <clears throat> there's a line where she finds out that John Cusack can basically puppeteer Malkovich better than Lossie can, yeah. and she's like, "Great, he can puppeteer Malkovich, and I can puppeteer him." So, like, yeah. you know, I'm controlling <laughs> Malkovich essentially. Yeah. I thought that was quite good. But uh, my big thing with the film is that my opinion of who is being used changes during the course of the film. When it starts out, like I'll come to the big question, I'll just I'll just chuck it out there. is getting raped in this film, and I can't work out who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean by this? Like, yeah, when you find out that John Cusack is controlling Malkovich, you're thinking, God, like, <laughs> he's essentially raping Catherine Keener. But then you find out she's not bothered. So is John Malkovich getting raped?
1: Because <laughs> like, he's not in control by the end I of the film. I think so. Like it's, it's definitely John Malkovich that's being abused throughout this film. Yeah, Because
2: there's a well, there's a point where when he exits John Malkovich, he looks in—is it a shop window or something? Like, window, and he goes, yeah. "I'm back." Well, they're like, oh, I can't remember what he yeah, says. So like but, finally,
1: I'm back in control. Yeah, or something for yeah. all of two seconds. <laughs> two seconds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, he's obviously because I think he can still see what's going on, he just can't control himself. So yeah. it's it's years of sort of like watching his life through
1: his... Being stuck in his own body, essentially, isn't it?
2: Watching yeah. his life through his own eyes. <laughs>
0: yeah, watching his his life being played out before him through his own eyes and can't, can't control anything. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's kind of my big point of the film. Like When I watched this when I was like 20 or something, I thought oh, it was just a quirky comedy, really enjoyed that. I watch it now and it's a lot darker to yeah, me yeah. than I actually thought it was. Like, uh, Which I think is quite similar to Get Out that came out this year, which yeah. is a horror film.
2: I really um, want to watch it.
0: It wasn't as good as I thought it would be, but oh, I'm, I'm going to spoil the film for that's you here, but it's similar to Get Out, basically. Mm. Right, okay. <laughs> Very similar themes and stuff. But that's a horror film. This is more in the quirky comedy genre, yeah. but I don't think it is. I think it is a lot darker than...
2: D- dark comedy, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Just the idea of... Being trapped in your own body and can't do anything about it, and somebody else is like controlling you yeah. for the rest of your life. <laughs> like Yeah, it's a bit of a, <laughs> of a creepy idea, I think.
1: Terrifying, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And a lot of it, a lot of it for me comes back to Maxine, just like her decisions and how she's using people and controlling them. Even the way the film ends, the fact that they've had this child and this child's gonna have to look forward to a life of being controlled later on by this posse of old people like it's so weird like oh, <laughs> that, God, yeah. that
2: that confused me a bit with the, like the amount of people that they
0: i didn't get that bit that they got a whole party of oh. old people in there at
2: the
1: end but wasn't like <clears throat> he wasn't he in the child yes at
2: the end? he was he, the... he was stuck in there because he can't control her because what was it he's absorbed or something like that yeah they make a the... big
0: point about if you stay in the malkovich body after midnight you get absorbed yeah. into the uh the newborn baby And you're trapped in the subconscious because at that point, the the baby's mind isn't formed enough for you to control it. So you get absorbed into the baby and you can't control anything.
1: So that's basically what he was doing. I don't um, know
0: whether be, he's trapped in them or whether he's just still using the portal. Just now, control now. Just watch through the kids' eyes. That's what I was
1: wondering because we yeah. like we, he obviously wasn't stuck in Malkovich because he got booted out. He got booted out and then the, Maxine is it? She went off with his misses. Yeah, uh, with Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, he's basically watching it. It's weird how obsessed he is with her, though. Like even after like she literally just bummed him off for yeah. for Cameron Diaz like he, he's still watching her. It's like wow, this woman, he's just like, obsessed with her. Mm. It's weird.
0: And I mean, I do. I think Catherine Keener looks quite nice in this film, but I don't get the obsession to be honest. Yeah. You know, I don't know why he's so completely obsessed by her. Yeah. Just another thing to do with Maxine. There's one bit where she's making out as if she's really liking the fact that Lottie is in the Malkovich body when they're making love and she's getting off on the fact that Lottie is... She's like, I can feel your feminine, femininity coming through Malkovich. But it's not really that, is it? She's just more getting off on the fact that the two people are watching her like in the same body kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Because it makes no, no change whatsoever later on when, when John Cusack is doing it. It's no different for her, you know. And because he could control the body better than Lottie can, she's actually happy
2: about it. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of this film comes back to Matt's scene for me earlier really, uh. she does seem to be sort of like the <clears throat> the main I mean I suppose to for it to be in keeping with the film she is the puppeteer of the people around her
0: yeah totally yeah um
2: where she makes makes everything happen really because she's the one that goes to John Malkovich and sort of get like uh, involves him which he gets Schwartz to sort of go through the portal and does does a portal with it but she's the one that wants Lottie and everything like that so she's she seems to be the figurehead of uh, everything that that goes on in the film mm, right? yeah definitely mm. and I found it interesting the bit where John Cusack
0: has just learned about the portal and he runs to her to tell her and she doesn't believe him but then she gets a phone call later on and she's saying like we can make money out of this like mm. you know she's gone from being like not believing him just to
2: a money-making idea straight mm, away yeah, yeah. kind of thing Again, Again, with the sort of like, well, I can make it work for me, sort of like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, It's very revealing about her character that that's the first thing she comes up
0: with. Yeah. She wasn't even believing him 20 minutes ago, and now all of a sudden it's like, yeah. yeah. Make out
2: he clearly didn't think, because he wants Maxine, he clearly didn't even think that he, she's being immoral or sort of like that, um, that he's being used, because he was just like... Oh, so that means I could spend time with you, like Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, I suppose we'll be business partners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: He's fine with that. Like say the whole thing of yeah. how she only wants him through Malkovich. He's like, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> you know, it's just a very weird, yeah. messed up yeah. relationship kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 I believe Nick, you were a fan of the uh who we find out is like the guy behind everything. The old guy who runs the uh the Office. Yeah. I can't think of his name.
1: Lest, but Lester. Lester. That's Lester. right. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned a scene earlier. I just like, because the whole film, it's just, it's weird, isn't it? Like every, like, every, I was reading about like the writing process and like it started off as like a film uh, and, and it was just supposed to be like a couple that kind of cheat on each other through someone else or something. But like it, it wasn't, a, it essentially wasn't this film to begin with. Mm-hmm. And then he just started adding just weird bits to it. And like, apparently one of the first things he added to it was, was the seven and a half floor because it just felt like some mad idea. Kind <laughs> of yeah, it's just, a, it's just a weird... <clears throat> it's like the idea of a seven and a half floor and it's, yeah. it... it and then, like, you get, when when he's up there, he's talking to the receptionist, who's just like doesn't understand a
2: word he's that's, saying. That scene is just amazing. I love that scene. Yeah. Just like, I think <clears throat> that's that's quite early at the start of the film. It's like the first fifteen minutes for me are just absolutely hilarious with yeah, yeah. that, that scene where she yeah. just she's misunderstanding, she's, like, jest, and he's can't like, can't make out a word. <laughs> <right now.
1: Yeah. laughs> the, then then the, the following um scene where where has been interviewed by Lester, and it's the one that John's on about. Lester's basically saying to him, he's like, oh, sorry about my lisp. Sorry if you can't understand. He's like, no, I, I, I can understand you yeah. like, Oh, you're very kind. You, that's so very nice of you to say. He's like, no, honestly, I can actually understand everything you're saying. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's like, what, what's she called the woman who works on? Like Luna or something like that. Oh. I can't remember. And it's like, you know what? I, I, I appreciate it, but, you know, she's
2: got a degree in speech impedimentology. <laughs> <laughs> <That's great. laughs> like, what? <laughs> and you he, he sort like, uh he's he's like isolated isolated tower of indecipherable speech like i was just like that's just that's such a good line (laughs) and
0: that reminds me uh he's got a really weird name for the dance the dance something dance of despair that he does later yeah Yeah. you know the puppet dance and he does it as malkovich but it sounds very Mm. similar to to that 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 phrase just came out with them yeah Yeah. like something like the dark dance of despair or something Mm -hmm. like that yeah that was good
1: it, it's it's also very weird the film like the entire film is just very weird like
0: yeah i mean i think it almost takes place in a kind of like hyper real stylized reality you know yeah. what i mean like uh, this world where puppeteering is like a, a profession
2: <laughs> i' understand what you're saying like with the hyper real kind of feel of it and the weirdness of it but i feel like it <clears throat> it almost does make sense to me i don't know why like it just i kind of don't get bogged down with the uh, intricate details of it, sort of like yeah, if, if, you, if you start thinking about the portal too much, like they, they literally just fall from the sky or like essentially the side of the screen because yeah. it's like there are no effects of them coming out of a, a wibbly wobble portal, yeah. like you just drop out of the sky near the yeah. New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. like, I a couple of times it did come up like, said, well, would the portal work like that and stuff? Like that. And I was like, yeah. mm, I'm not going to look into it too much because I don't want to get bogged down in that because I think that would start to spoiler film
0: it is a really that is a talent in itself to just do something like that <laughs> and you don't not that you don't question it you buy it yep. you know what i mean it's like yep yeah, i'm gonna go with you just it. you just take it as good yeah yeah, it. yeah this film's clearly working on that level mm. i'm just sure to go along with it I, I hate to keep going back to this comparison but it's very twin peaks-ish to me very lynchian you know he does a lot of weird stuff portals all that kind of stuff you just go with it something yep. about the way spike jones or david lynch or Charlie Kaufman writes it. Just something about it, you don't question it. You just, you just buy it, kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas another director might, you know, have yeah, trouble yeah. doing that kind of thing.
2: Yeah. The uh, the seventh seven and a half floor. Like I love the production of that and sort of like that. It, it looks exactly like an office, just yeah, miniature. Just the ceilings brought down. Like because there's everything in there that you expect to be in there. Sort of like the, the um, water dispenser water cooler and like yeah. even like the, uh, the strip lighting honestly yeah it's it's, it's just an office it's exactly smaller. the same but everyone's crouched down a little <laughs> <Yeah>. bit <It's, laughs> i just thought like it's it's great that they just kept that like exactly the same way and sort of like it's not just it's not pandered to sort of like they yeah. t- they thought they had come up with all these different ideas because the office is smaller it's literally like the desk is still the same size and mm-hmm. the chairs are still the same size it's just the it's, got you know, down.
1: <laughs> it's got yeah. the filing cabinet but like literally directly above a filing cabinet's a clock because <laughs> like they can't hang it on a wall yeah. Yeah. I, love, I love it i love the seven and a half floor like i love the fact that they're going up in a lift and they have to literally press the emergency stop and then crowbar the door open
2: yeah it's, like, it's clear that he's looking at that like, he's a bit, like weirded out by it and she's just like seven, seven and a half floor <laughs> she's like hey, your first time <laughs> i'll see you through it <laughs> uh i mean I, again i'm getting boring with
0: logic here but what do you do if you're the last person in the building on that seventh and a half floor and you've got to call the elevator to get out <laughs> get out of the building.
2: <laughs> well, that's the thing. They did I'm sure they did call it at one did they stage. And it, it does stop at that floor. Right. <laughs> so but well, of again course. you've got the button on that side, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. So you're looking Yeah. Yeah. It's the details again where it's sort of like... Yeah. Yeah. One little detail I do
0: love. Like there were so many times throughout the film where they're in the office working. You can just hear the boats are going off in the background because somebody's trying to get out. Floors, the doors <laughs> like <laughs> get open and they get out. Like every, every so often, you just hear the, the elevator in the background is going off. Like. Yeah, that's quite good. So good. I've got a few points to go into if that's okay. Yeah. Have you guys got anything more
1: you want to? I mean, there's there's a few scenes I want to talk go into, but you go on your. Well, oh, you
0: points. go for yours first. Like, man, I literally like points kind of things. So. I just
1: I just wanted to mention the. I love this scene. It's when uh, Malkovich kind of goes into his own head. Oh yeah, uh, and and he's sat there in a restaurant <laughs> <clears throat> opposite a large breasted woman but with his head on top <laughs> and everything everyone says is Malkovich and everything on the menu is Malkovich everyone around him is Malkovich yeah. there's even a singer on the stage going Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich yeah, <laughs> Malkovich
2: <laughs> so
0: good it's the little kid that gets me, the little kid at the table with a Malkovich face it's yeah. like whoa oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <after> that's <laughs> too <laughs> that's too weird <laughs> And just for the comedy of it, I just love the bit where he first portals in there and everyone else is going, Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. And he's just like, Malkovich! <laughs> <laughs> just
1: terrified. <laughs> oh, so good.
0: Yeah. I've just got a few quick points, if that's okay, yeah, yeah, yeah just to fire through. Uh, I like the bit where Lottie is in John Malkovich. And you can just hear a weird little comment, it's like, sexy. oh, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really when, when he's in the shower. Yeah, Ooh, like, nice. like oh. <laughs> that's something, actually. I didn't totally get the whole thing of her uh, thinking she was a transsexual. They kind of get away from that a bit, I feel, but... She goes into Malkovich and comes out and like, I'm I'm a transsexual, I want to become a man. Yeah. But if you're finding a man's body sexy when he's in the shower, like, how does that work? Do you know what I mean? A
1: transsexual doesn't necessarily mean you're you're changing your sexual preference, though, does it? I don't know. She said transgender.
0: Did she? I don't know if Yeah, I should probably uh, make more
2: notes. (laughs) But she she goes into a guy's body and then it is attracted to a woman. So is she being is she attracted to the woman? I suppose, yeah. So maybe that's the maybe
0: that's the uh, the link, the thing. I was just thinking of the all the little comments like, oh, sexy. (laughs) That was very good. Uh, The puppet show early on 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 the street where there's a little kid watching the puppets humping against the wall and the dad. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like you mentioned the first 50 minutes making you laugh. Yeah. I think that's one of the best. That is one was, of Because it. uh, it's
2: like, he goes over to you, like, you motherfucker. Because yeah. um, <laughs> he goes to the shop afterwards, and then she, the first thing that she says is, like, oh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> Just time. On a, a weekly basis. Like. <laughs> yeah, stop doing this one show, John Cusack. Do, <laughs> do a different
0: show from now on. <laughs> uh, yeah, the one little comment in the film there's a bit early on where I think she teaches the bird to say, He's putting me in, she, she's putting me in a cage or something. She's putting me in a cage or something like that. Right. And then later on, when John Mal, John Malkovich, John Cusack puts Cameron Diaz in a cage, she's going, he's putting me in a cage, he's putting me in a cage. I don't know what kind of callback that is like. You know, do you know what I mean? But it's just, yeah. like, it must mean something like that they put it in there. As if the shoe's
2: gonna like fly the bird out the window, try and save her. I
0: don't know. <laughs> also, but it was, it's, Cameron Diaz is saying that when she's getting put yeah, in I, the I, cage. I, she's like, oh, I'm, right, I'm okay. Making right, the parrot yeah. from earlier, like, so I don't know what I don't know why, but it seems like a weird detail to put in there. Like if
1: I think right. it just goes with the 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 theme of the film, though, doesn't it? Like it's like instead of instead of um, her and the parrot repeating what she says, she's repeating a parrot. And yeah, it's that like, could be it. To be honest, yeah. Uh, everything's backwards in this film, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that might just be all it is. Yeah. And just
0: on that as well, that made me laugh as well. There's one bit where she's in the cage, all tied up. And John Cusack's like, oh, what have I become? What am I doing here? This is ridiculous. And he opens the door and, like, thinking he's going to let her out and it cuts a minute later, she's back in the cage. (laughs) (laughs) And he's off on a date with her.
2: I completely forgot about that because it's it's been a while since I watched it and then when he gets back in the cage and he's all, like, considerate and sort of, like, he's untiring it. I, like, I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's nice of him and sort of... uh, and I, it cuts, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> he's just getting he's still a dick." <laughs> <for you.
1: laughs> I I loved how um talking with the cage. I love I love I love how they go into detail on like the past of the monkey. That's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, repressed childhood memory like. <laughs> of, the, of like his parents being like tied up yeah. not being able to untie them quick enough
2: yeah what, what, what's the monkey called Elijah, Elijah. but the, Elijah. the parents still call, call, the it, monkey. call it, like yeah. Elijah quick on that yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fact it's shot on video so it looks like garbage like a memory yeah. like a bad memory kind of thing or something like a fuzzy memory yeah. just another little detail that I thought was quite <laughs> good uh, yeah the how do you guys feel about Charlie Sheen <clears throat> I forgot he was in it. But
1: for, it was like mates with uh, John Markovic. Yeah. You know, wasn't yeah.
2: It? I for, I for, I forgot he was in it. Or maybe when the first, when the first time I watched it. Charlie Sheen wasn't Charlie like the Charlie Sheen we know now. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was like when I was watching it I was like he he's peaked Charlie Sheen there before he was peak Charlie Sheen <laughs> like. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that like I looked into it.
0: I think he was only 33 in this film Charlie yeah. Sheen. But I think he looks he could push for 50. Obviously, he'd be doing a lot of drugs by this point. Uh, So he's only 51 now, Charlie Sheen. That's mental to me. I think like, he's 75 or something. I I, I love how He He was like,
1: um, what was he he saying? Oh, like she's, she's, um, she's controlling my body and having sex with this other woman. He's like, oh, hot. Yeah. He's (laughs) like, oh,
0: it could be a a coven of witches or something. (laughs) Let me know when you're done with her. (laughs) So good. You see, I feel like it's it's a bit of a misstep, but, like him and mentioned, I think I'm basing that on the fact of what Charlie Sheen's become since, you know what I mean? That That's kind of yeah. like yeah.
2: tainting it a bit. It does It does feel odd that he's in it, but then, because I've always, I've I brought up a, couple of, a few times that I've issues with cameos and stuff like that. I've only just thought that's that's pretty much a cameo, really. Yeah. But the, the film is about John Malkovich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, you can't it's like, name. I've literally just thought that that might be a cameo because I didn't even put those together because I'm believing it. That, yeah, he, he would just be there. He could just be there.
0: Yeah, he would be like mates with Malkovich or whatever. But mm-hmm. the thing that passes it for me is the seven years later bit at the end, where he's got a bald cap on. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love the fact he lost like all his hair in seven years. Kind of. I was surprised by that. <laughs> yeah.
2: and another bit on the put, uh, well, some trivia around Chai Sheen. Kevin Bacon was originally uh, wanted for that role. Ah, right. Oh, right. Um, and you're talking about the hair, the way he just goes bald in seven years. Later on, it's like in John Malkovich's film where he becomes like about him, the bio- biopic. It says like eight months later and he has like super long hair. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to grow my hair. I yeah. wish angry that. I was, like, <laughs> I was going to mention that. Like, I love that. The fact
0: that just because John Cusack's control controlling him, he grows his hair out, like you know, <laughs> yeah. all stringy hair and stuff, like just like John Cusack had. <laughs> That's great. Uh, one little bit as well I love, when uh, Malkovich comes out of his own head at the New Jersey Turnpike and he's walking away in a huff Some guy just randomly whacks a
2: bacon off the back of his head. Take that, Malkovich. It's like, ah, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Some (laughs) trivia about that. Um, That was, it was written, and uh, I I can't remember who it was, but maybe it was just a producer said, there's no way we're going to get this done because it was raining at the time and they wanted to cut and everything like that, and they're like, no way we're going to get this done. Apparently, like, 70 or 80 people volunteered to be the guy that, through the can um, it turned out to be John Cusack's writing partner ah, right. <laughs> did it did it in one shot yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh, yeah drove past hit him on the back of the head that is, is a great yeah, wrinkle. one take yeah. Yeah. one take and done <laughs>
0: That's that was good and uh, my final point really is uh, just a little, a little quote as well when Malkovich and Catherine Keener go to see his agent and they get, in, they get introduced by uh, the agent saying, oh, sorry about the constant reception. <laughs> and he repeats it to Catherine yeah. Keener, sorry about the constant reception.
2: <laughs> yeah, just it, just this film, it's mad. Because <laughs> <laughs> the there's no language like that at any other part yeah. of the film, and It's like, "Oh, okay. And he does <laughs> it again and he's like, oh, okay.
0: You get the feeling maybe Charlie Kaufman hates agents or something like that, you know, <laughs> painting them out to be a...
2: her. That's... Uh, uh, I mean, it won't it surprise me if like, that is based on sort of like a, an experience that has that yeah, that's through. happened before.
0: Yeah. Also, oh, my, my actual final point uh, I just to mention the music as well. It's very 1999. A lot of films had this kind of plinky plonky piano stuff at the time, like The Truman Show yeah. had a similar piano theme. But I really like it, and it's Carter Burwell who's done like all the Coen Brothers films, okay. and it doesn't sound like Carter Burwell. All these other films, you can tell it's him straight away. This one is a bit different, but I quite like it. it. Fits the film quite quite well, I think. Uh, it
2: fits in with sort of like the uh, <clears throat> the theatre of it. So when it around, sort of when Malkovich is performing the in the play in real life, yeah, and it's like it's the same music and sort of like that that it runs through the film though. So it, it goes from being just in the film to being sort of like during the, the almost theatre production kind of parts of it, I think it, it runs smoothly between yeah. the two. I'll do uh, that then. Fantastic. You guys got anything more, any more points? Have you, points you to?
1: Did you see you had some trivia or have, have we gone through all that?
2: But yeah, there's a couple of bits more trivia. For <clears throat> This it was written a long, well, not a long time ago, but there was a script about, and it was like you said earlier, it, it was always... It always want they always wanted John Malkovich to be in it and that was pretty much just who it was written for in mind. Took took two years to convince him apparently he kept knocking it back and knocking it back. And it but they just like I've, kept going to him and eventually he said yeah. I was <laughs> yeah.
1: reading about this. It's because it was like it was a very ballsy move on his part to actually take the role because if it was like a crap film then there's, there's a, this crap film with his name on the front yeah like so that's going to be associated with him and if he takes the part then people are always going to associate him with this film as that character yeah so like either way it was gonna it was gonna be a big move on his part to <clears throat> take the part so like, yeah. i mean hats off to the guy for actually doing it like i don't know if i'd be able to take a film yeah, like, accept a role where like someone's controlling me and i'm just being that much of an idiot. Yeah. As myself. And like,
0: there are a couple of like pot shots, not at him in the film, but it's a hard role to take. Like, where Catherine Keen is describing him, she's like, oh yeah, he's got, you know, stubble and male pattern baldness and he's got a too <laughs> prominent forehead.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do they run past him before he that's written? That. Did he read this bit? <laughs> um, talking of how his roles are perceived, there's a couple times in the film where the taxi driver. I think it happens again, but the taxi driver says, oh, you play a jewel thief in that film. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, no, no, I don't play a jewel thief. <laughs> and um, he actually ends up playing a jewel thief in Johnny English four years later. Ah, right. right. So he eventually did play a jewel thief. <laughs> self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> mm.
1: um, maybe maybe that role was already planned, though. So maybe he maybe was just doing a nod towards it.
2: <laughs> um, apparently when Cameron Diaz was dressed up in character, uh, a few uh, crew members just thought she was a stranger right which I, I kind of feel like yeah you might not immediately recognize it's cameron diaz but if you're a crew member you should know that that's a character yeah yeah, yeah. you should know that she is in the film <laughs> have you read the script like <laughs> <laughs> do you know the look of the film <laughs>
0: i've got to admit, i thought cameron diaz was amazing in this film as well she is really good at it and, yeah. uh, like Looks wise, I can imagine not recognizing her because no. even facially, she doesn't look like Cameron
1: Diaz. <laughs> There's another thing I was reading. Like, apparently, the makeup artist, like, she's saying, like, she had such a hard job just trying to make Cameron Diaz look like a normal person. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I say normal, she doesn't exactly look normal, but looking not like Cameron Diaz, yeah. essentially.
0: But I think facially, she looks more pretty and natural in this if you get rid of the hair, like, you yeah. know what I mean? But, <laughs> Than she does in, you know, when she's made yep. up in other films. Kind of uh, thing, like. Apparently,
1: like, it, it was, she had quite a hard time getting to her to that point, yeah. kind of thing.
2: I'm not a fan of Cameron Diaz, and I think this is one of the, this this is the film where I go, she's good in this. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of other Definitely. films where I go, oh, I don't like her enough.
0: It's funny, I mean, I'm, I used to be quite a fan of John, John Cusack, and recently he's not really done much to write home about, mm. but back then he was doing stuff like this. He was doing a uh, high fidelity, you know, he was doing a lot of good stuff. Mm. And uh, even John Malkovich, since this film hasn't really done anything I can think of. Yeah,
1: Johnny
2: English,
0: exactly. Johnny English, yes. Yeah. <laughs> of <laughs> yeah. must
1: remember 4, 1999.
0: No, no. Yeah, definitely yeah. that's quite early that
1: one. That's yeah. the one that sticks out in my head for John Malkovich. Conair's my big one for I know, yeah. Cyrus the Virus. <laughs> Any more trivia or
2: last piece of trivia is uh, John Malkovich's middle name is Horatio in the film.
1: Yeah, I noticed that.
2: Do you know his real middle name? Is it not Horatio? It is, it is not Horatio. Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: John Matthew Malkovich.
2: <laughs> it is John Gavin Malkovich. Oh, Horatio. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where Horatio came from, but that's...
0: Was that the bit when he was doing the puppeteering? Like the puppeteering video or something?
2: It ca- I'm John. not sure it's ever mentioned in the film, but it comes up on screen during yeah. his biopic. Isn't
1: it? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I wonder, that's a, that's a mad I wonder why he's called Horatio in this one.
0: It feels to me like because of his puppeteering career, it's a bit of a pretentious name, Into it? You know what I mean? Like the mm. performer's name, like John maybe, Horatio. Maybe they, maybe they
1: gave him that name yeah. when they'd taken over. Maybe they didn't know his real middle name, so they just gave it him Horatio. Like, Watch name, <laughs> Horatio. <laughs> Fantastic. Um... Everyone finished with that. Yeah, pretty much done. Yeah. Awesome. Um, do you want to get into ratings? Yeah, shall I go first? You go first, John.
0: Just a bit of a bit of background. I watched this about fifteen. Well, no, probably the year two thousand when it came out on DVD. I would have watched this. And I was building a bit of a narrative with this one. I was thinking coming into this, everyone's going to love it. It's a critical like critically acclaimed film. I'm going to bring this film down a peg or two. Here. I'm going to go in with an agenda
2: but now it's amazing five out of five <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah i I quite like that it's uh still got a five out of five even though you had an agenda you yeah. wanted it to, i almost wanted it to be bad but going in i was trying to bump it down can't do it so five out of five <laughs> um same for me five out of five yeah um which i think is the first five i might have given on the podcast
0: yeah i think it is uh I know it's my pick, but <laughs> Jesse um, James did he give that a four point five or something? I think for I, four? yeah,
2: four and a half. I think yeah. So you got close, but yeah, your first five. No, I really enjoyed it. Like like I was saying, sort of like if you really listen to it, you can go yeah. There's a floor here. There's a floor there. But the fact that you you just take it as a given and that's the way it comes across and is directed. I think that it's just it's great. And I think it flows all the way through. I don't feel like there's any sort of like slow parts or anything like that. And I feel like. It's just a really, really well put together, well rounded off story, like all the way through.
0: Can I just add on to that as well? What I love about it is it keeps changing. It changes from one thing to the next thing. Yeah. To, you know, like, uh, like I was mentioned before, you don't know who's been abused at any point in the but film. Like Almost it's, on Maxine's whim. Yeah. You know, like. And just I like the way the film is constantly changing. You learn more about Malkovich, you learn about the people who are trying to control him. Yeah. I like films that just constantly evolve as you're watching them, kind of thing. The, yeah. yeah.
1: I don't think I can break the five star run we've got here <laughs> at all. Like, I, I, I loved it. I, like I think I spoke before about like if if I pick up a, like how long it takes me to pick up my phone during hmm. a film. That's oh, like yeah, that's yeah. pretty good um, rating for me. Like and I didn't pick it up once. I was so enthralled in this film. It was amazing. Like, it, it, just every little weird detail I, I enjoyed, like picking up on it, like yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, I've got to have to say five stars, to be
0: Again, just stuff like that. There's so much detail of just little things in here that they pack so much into yeah. the film. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great.
1: <laughs> yeah, That's what I mean. Like, I, I didn't want to pick up my phone because I was like, if I pick up my phone, I'm going to miss like something that they've put in there. Yeah. And I loved every. I mean, even though I was looking out for it, I actually missed brad pitt's little uh um cameo in it yeah um because it was 0.5 of a second i think <laughs> but um you know what i mean like there's so much in there that like i even missed one when i was looking out for it so
2: yeah do you know the uh, imdb rating
1: uh i'm gonna go with i might have looked this up so it might it <laughs> might be from memory but i'm gonna go with 8.5 i'm gonna
2: go 9.3 You've both overestimated 7.8. Oh. 7. oh really?
0: really? Okay, cause that's awful. Oof, I don't like IMD, IMDb. Cause...
2: Nine point three. Wouldn't that? Wouldn't that be like number one? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> uh, Metascore rating. Metascore. This is more my ballpark. Out, out of five. Or out, 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 out of hundred. Out of hundred eighty four. Close. I've given Nick a little.
1: I'm gonna go up, uh, 85 then.
2: <laughs> Next <Nick's> closer, <laughs> <laughs> only yeah. because it kind of fits with my previous guess. So I suppose uh, 90. Oh, okay. well, swap my IMDb
0: rating for yep. that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See that, that I, I I prefer their rating of this film than the uh, IMDb.
0: I prefer Metacritic to anything That's else. D- like yeah. Rotten Tomatoes,
2: Metacritic's my favorite Have you,
1: have you got the Rotten Tomatoes one there? Or? I don't have the no. Rotten Tomatoes. I, don't like I it. mean, I'm not interested. As long as we've got a 90 <laughs> there from Metacritic, <their> <laughs> yeah. I'm happy with that. This is the first time, even though we're down to a three-man team today, this is the first time any film has got an yeah. all-around five stars. Yeah. Uh, average rating? Five. five, five. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice <actually> to think, that, <laughs> on, on average, this film is literally... The highest rated film we've ever spoke about.
0: It is. Previously, it's Wonder Woman, but that doesn't count. There's only two of us who watched that. And oh, yeah. apart from that, it was Dunkirk, which like average was really high, but obviously it's not a five except out of five. When I, except when I got involved. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave it a six out of five, which bumped it up even oh, further. Okay, so. yeah. But this is still definitely the highest. Uh, definitely, yeah. And I think Joe would have given this a five. Let's just say Joe gave it a five. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. I
1: reckon anyone who was there, if Jono was there. I reckon master, Jono would like it.
0: Do you know I don't know
2: if you've seen it but
0: I'm thinking joe because it's Charlie Kaufman and I'm pretty sure he wrote Eternal Sunshine.
2: I was going to say there's there's a similar feel to Eternal yeah, Sunshine. Yeah, definitely.
0: A lot of the mechanics of the you know the way in, in that one you can go back and do stuff its yeah. the mechanics feel quite similar to this. Mm. Yep.
1: Awesome. Um fantastic. Well we'll just uh, finish there with the film review. And get some social media out there and then we'll finish off. That's all right. Yep. Uh, we've got a, a Twitter, which is at DST Podcast. And we have a Facebook, which is at, no, it's facebook.com forward slash DST Podcast. i <laughs> just search in the bar for Don't Spoil the Ending. Um, I can be found at DSTE Nick on Twitter, that is. Um, John, are you are you found on Twitter?
0: Yep, I'm at Teller1980. i am at rubik's football oh
1: fantastic then that's it do you want to mention
0: (laughs) the film for next week
1: oh god we've got a film for next week um i actually wanted to do like a horror film um i've not actually got one in mind but like i i I was thinking like an old like slasher movie like halloween or something is is anyone okay with is anyone up for watching halloween next week
2: i'm fine with halloween it's a bit early
1: (laughs) (laughs) true true um, would, would you prefer that to be saved we could, like, we could
2: save it as a special edition mm.
1: would you prefer to save topical that
2: topical edition actually
1: for yeah. Halloween that might be worth saving I think
2: out. so there are two Halloweens
0: as well I know but John Carpenter and Bob Zombie oh, mm. Mm.
1: oh right, what, <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about what about I can't think of one
0: should we just do it on Twitter then in the week put it on Twitter well, what's
1: a good slasher film John
0: uh, don't put it on me because you won't like whatever I pick. No, pick one. You, you don't like Friday the Thirteenth. You <laughs> yeah. won't like anything. I,
1: like. I was gonna. I was gonna say that. I was like, yeah, but I don't really want to watch that. Again. <laughs> yeah, you. Won't okay, like- well, we'll just leave it there then. Yeah. I, I was supposed to think of one before, but I completely didn't. So, <laughs> I need to think of one basically today anyway. Because if I don't watch it to, uh, tomorrow, then I won't watch it at all. <laughs> so I'll, I'll 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 post on Twitter maybe see what happens yep Yep. fantastic we'll leave it there then um and that's all from me john sam yep Yep. and we'll see you again next week
2: can i just say one more thing about being john (laughs) Yeah. ronda rousey is great
1: (laughs) (laughs) fantastic um see you later guys thanks very
0: much cheers bye see you later
2: Ronda Rousey surprised me that she's actually quite a good actor because she was she in knows.
0: it. Hangover
2: 2? I'm getting mixed up with, <laughs> with Entourage. Entourage? <laughs> I don't even know why. <laughs> I keep, yeah. I was just gonna I say, I, I'm just going to edit that out. Uh, <laughs> I'll don't leave it in. <laughs>
1: I, I was literally just going to say like, oh, that's quite a surprise
2: to I think know, just now, just I wanted to, want to bring up Ronda Rousey when I was talking uh, about Entourage and now I'm just like, Slipped it in too late. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it for entourage again. Oh, please, leave, hang over please <laughs> leave that in. That's good. <laughs> I'm not leaving that in. No. As producer, I'm taking that. <laughs> Are we gold over that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hang over. I don't even know what I was. Did, say you well. like hangover, <laughs> did
1: you like the hangover <laughs> Was there, I think so. <laughs> the boxer. Which one was he in? Um, Mike Tyson. That's the hangover. Which one? One <laughs> and two. <laughs> one and two. Yeah. That's who I meant. Eaton. Is <laughs> <laughs> that are you talking about? I'm reckoning that's who you're on about.
2: Oh. Swingman, <laughs> so the hangover two. <laughs> I d I don't think I'm gonna talk about it anymore. Just (laughs) cut the Hangover 2 out completely.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, that's good, that. Please put a bit of that at
1: the end. That'll be an
2: outtape. Yeah, the outtape.
0: I was genuinely racking my brain. Thinking,
1: when did she talk <laughs> You can just talk about Hangover Two from scratch if you
2: want. No, so I'll just, I'll just cut, leave cut it. Off <laughs> and start and just go from there. Yeah, I'll, I think I might just go. Yeah, I watched Hangover Two and it was pretty good.
1: Okay, cool. Um, any, anything else or? Uh,
2: no, I'm done. I think.
1: <laughs> I, <can't do> <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I
2: tried so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I got through it.
0: Then. I was like, gonna say, when you're like, no, no, that's it. Are you sure? Really? <laughs> was there not another that?
1: No want to talk about hangover, too? Or <laughs> no, I'm no, done. no I'm done. I'm done.
2: That bit together, all right, all
1: right. Well, I've got um, a few. TV shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's got the laughing fits together. <laughs> I, I actually
1: do. But. Right. Should we try again? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>